welcome back to 30 Rack of Sports. Welcome to our new Friday edition of the show to get you ready for the wild weekend ahead. Uh, this week, not as much going on this weekend uh, as we prepare for incoming NFL and college football. So uh, we're just going to kind of talk about what has got to this, what has happened to this point. It was a quiet off season until about uh, end of July. End of and July. Things got weird. It really kicked up enough. <laughs> it really did. So yeah, of course, for our intros, not quite the witty intros that we have on Tuesday. The opinions on my right, Zach. The facts. The facts. I want my. Nickname I don't know changed. about that, but uh, yeah. The man on the ones and twos, Josh. My name is Greg. I keep you two in line, more or less. So uh, yeah, okay, we're gonna move on. Talking a little bit of college football and how we got to where we are going into this wild season and the wild couple seasons ahead, especially 2025. 2025, yes. Think, think long term here, folks. Yeah, very, very high level. I mean, immediate, I mean, long term, though, we really, I mean, we're already, what, we took uh, four weeks off and we're already yeah. living in a completely different world of college Things athletics got hot fast. than we were when we were here four weeks ago. Yeah, our last show, mid-July, we're talking conferences, you know, normal. No no real there talk was, of conference realignment. No coach got fired. There was no, no. scandals. It was like, what's going on with the NCAA right now? This is boring. And but yet now it's a whole different world. Whole and when different you think world. two years, five years down the line, I mean, it's just... It's unimaginable. What Five kind years, of college football looks way different. Landscape we're going to be living in. Yeah. yeah. So uh, a couple or uh, a couple weeks ago, end of July, you start hearing some of the murmurs about Texas and Oklahoma. Are they going to the SEC? Are they not going to the SEC? Is the SEC trying to court them? Are they trying to court the SEC? Will the SEC allow them in, including some of the teams in? In the A&M, area like Missouri, yeah, A and M, Missouri. Shock, they jumped on board. Arkansas. Shock. So uh, there were some questions. Uh, both teams, you know, as as teams are one to do, have said we we've had no discussions, no discussion. And then the murmurs got louder and louder, kind of tampered by some of what Oklahoma and Texas were saying, but they were still there. And then finally, at the end of July, the SEC formally invited Texas and Oklahoma to join the SEC. Texas and Oklahoma accept. The issue that they have right now is the current contract where they would basically be on the hook for millions of dollars, basically have to pay their own TV money out to the I, other conference. I, I mean, I would I would love for the fact that the Big 12 is not letting them out. It's 2025 when that yeah. ends. I would love for them not to play in the SEC, but the SEC network can't use any of their footage, and it's all in the bit. I would love all of that. So the uh, so the current uh, Big 12 TV contract uh, goes through June 30th, 2025. So each university would have to pay between 75 and 80 Obscene million. Obscene money, which is uh, more than they all lost with the pandemic. Like, yeah. We'll- we got seventy seven five million laying around. Yeah, <laughs> it's not coffers. it's not quite trying to uh, buy out a coach where you can raise thirty million right no. away. So uh Oh I bet they'll raise that money though. You shit me. So I don't know about that. Um the initial fallout after that, of course, the SEC becomes 
a super conference to some degree. Where the number 16 has like been set for years, that that will be a super conference. Once yeah. yeah, so to put my 16 teams, they're a super conference. First quick thought, if I'm anybody with that, I, I, I'm cracking up. Because for years, it was always Texas or Oklahoma are we going to go to the Big Ten. I heard that for years. That was like, yeah. for whatever reason, I don't know why. Honestly, I think the SEC makes more sense, if I'm being honest. Well, with yeah. Texas, Oklahoma, I think, fits more within the... Yeah. Well, you were hearing potentially, I mean, during the initial... Pac-12, yeah, supposedly. Pac-12 or Pac-10 at the time. Well, yeah, it was supposedly. Um, I, I think it's hilarious because you're talking about Oklahoma, who's been a very top 10 solid program, who's never been ever to give her the hump, really, in the last decade that you're... Not Jason White, maybe? <laughs> yeah, so several decades, and you're, you're thinking all of a sudden you're going to be... Uh, but they've been consistently... In the conversation, but still, yeah, you think you're going to join the SEC football. and that's going to change? And then obviously Texas, who has just, since Mac Brown left, struggled mightily to even be honestly relevant in the Big 12. Yeah, horns down, baby. Horns yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, gone soft, They've been I think. Five and, you know, what, what, five, five and, and seven. seven to like eight and five or something. And I think it's hilarious because you can't. Like you can't feel confident. These fans are all jacked about it. And I'm well, like, that's where I was. Oklahoma's automatically like third in the SEC West, and then Texas is maybe trying to stay out of the cellar. Like you're excited about you're fighting with Arkansas. So yeah, if you, I mean, there may be some reconfiguring of the conference. Yeah, maybe not have Missouri in the SEC East. Well, I think you have to keep them but, both in the same. You got to keep the Red River rivalry going. So. But yeah, so maybe yeah. some some large, you know, kind of uh, reworking of the conference to some degree. But you take a look at it. If you look at the sixteen teams top to bottom, you know you have obviously your two Alabama schools, Auburn. Not quite sure, but you got Alabama, LSU. Obviously, won the national championship recently. I mean, Auburn didn't win that long ago. I mean, yeah. it's been a little bit, but not uh, you know insanely long. The Mississippi schools have been. You know, they're, up and down over years. They're up there, but not. You they're always then, a step down. And then on the east, you have you know Georgia, Florida, Florida, at, uh, South, Carolina South Carolina had a couple kind of up and down. De- yeah. decent seasons here. And so there. you, I mean, you have some teams that right now out of those sixteen teams, say Texas joined in twenty, say twenty twenty two, because four years out, a million different things could happen. Yeah, out of those sixteen teams. Where would you rank both teams in the big sports in football and basketball? Because I think the big two. Honestly, I think you put Texas higher in basketball no. and Oklahoma. I, I no, I think you can make that argument. I mean, I think the SEC, as far as the basketball conference, Florida has some tradition. They're solid. Tennessee, I like what Rick Barnes, which actually would be an interesting. Uh, remember, Rick Barnes was a long time Texas coach. Now it's Tennessee. Yeah. He's done a great job in Tennessee. Yeah, but I'm thinking top to bottom, though. You're putting them in the upper echelon. Like, they are. At least the upper half. But you look at, I mean, the SEC was good last year. Nate yeah. Oates at, at Alabama. Auburn went to a Final Four a couple of years ago under True. Bruce yeah. Pearl. I, I think it's close. I would put, yeah. them, I would put them in the top But I'd put half. them higher up than football between yeah. the two. If you're combining, like, saying, like, what they come in, I think they're both upper echelon. I think Oklahoma in football is is upper echelon. I, I do I question Texas. Maybe Sarkeesian gets it right. I think Sarkeesian's a great coach. I still wonder about the pressures. I mean he had two jobs before this and I know and he's 
not knock him. He battled, right? And he's getting his the counseling with the alcoholism. But I mean, he kind of had some real struggles with dealing with that pressure. And <laughs> if you want to talk about probably the hardest job, maybe outside of Alabama, Texas. That's what I'm saying, man. Texas, They're vicious. They out don't. There. Yeah, That's, I was from the say, fan you're perspective, look at, you know, hardest jobs. You know, you look at your Ohio State, your Alabama, your Texas. But see, I, I'll make there. I mean, that Ohio State's actually really not that hard of a job. I mean, fans are much more Midwest. They love their football, yeah. but people are much more like, we'll yeah. give you a couple of years. They in the South, they don't give you a couple no. of years. But I, I would say, you know, you look at Oklahoma. I would say, you know, 2022 Rattlers gone. I I'd probably slot them in maybe four plus you have to think fair. how long is Lincoln Riley stay around yeah how's that long when does he jump in the NFL I think him and Ryan Day are always the two coaches I think of who are young up and coming who I think both in 10 years will be in the NFL yeah or a bit tempted so you look at Oklahoma at three or four I think it's pretty fair because I, I I don't put them ahead of at least going forward Alabama maybe Georgia yeah but you know Florida and, and all the other schools Texas, I don't think I'd put higher than like ten, probably. No, I, I would say I would trust Florida, Alabama, Auburn, Ole Miss under the Lane Train, LSU, you know, Oklahoma. You know, I don't know about Tennessee or Kansas or Missouri, but you look at you know a couple of those. You know, Vanderbilt, obviously. I like what Lane Kiffin's done at Ole Miss. If I could say he's really grown, yeah, and I really like what he's brought there. Mississippi State's been um, kind of a weird team under Mike Leach, but. You wonder, and you're like, I would probably put them similar to like a Mississippi State right now. Yeah, yeah, I do because because here's my thing. Here's my thing. Ohio State honestly is kind of fretting a little bit with uh, Texas leaving because you look at what the state of Texas. That's why like the schools in Texas. Who's gone and raided that state? I mean, Ohio State went and took Quinnyors. They took Jeff Okuda. They want um, Garrett Wilson. So. Uh, we're talking about seven, seven of the last top recruits in the state of Texas went to Ohio State. I mean, they they raided that. You're telling me you bring all that SEC money in there that they're not going to raid the fucking shit? Give to your top two flagship schools. Texas ain't going to win those battles. They can't no. even beat Ohio State. No. You're telling kids, hey, do you want to go spend December in Columbus? You know what I mean? Or stay down? You know what I'm saying? They're not going to win those battles. And you look at them versus their brand is diminished. You're not going to win them battles. And, I mean, even if you look at it for Texas, you go, all right, you want to play at Texas? Yeah, you're SEC, but do you, do you really want to play at Texas? You're middling. You you're at, middling. Do you want to play at LSU? Because we've, we've won a national championship exactly. more recently. You want to play at Florida? We've won a national Several championship. Several national recently. I mean, both those schools have won Alabama, multiple national championships. National championships. Yeah. Well, you know, even Ole Miss, you can say, hey, we were, you know, Mississippi State was number one in a college football playoff ranking. Yeah. Texas hasn't even been close to one of those since that started. That's what I'm saying. I, I think it's I think it's a stupid move for both those schools. Um, but I think it's interesting as we expand out here, right? Some other things that have kind of come to fruition. It's yeah. happening. I don't know when. It could be next year. Probably more likely 2023, it sounds like. Yeah, once the penalties kind of dwindle right a little bit. Yeah. But. Um, but I think where we can get more local here, what's interesting, a couple of things. Um, can I make one point oh, yeah, real yeah, quick yeah. with the Texas, with Big Ten versus the SEC thing? Yeah. I think there's one factor here that needs to be taken in, into account between weighing those conferences. The Big Ten's TV deal with Fox ends in 2023. Yeah. And uh, SEC's deal with, I think, ESPN mm -hmm. ends in 2024. 
Right. So the Big Ten, I think, does like have an upper hand here because you got to realize from the Big Ten standpoints, the TV deals are right now really your only from the points you just made. That's really your only kind of upper hand in this yeah. situation is and keeping honestly, that I don't keeping think... three thirty ABC game yeah and keeping the Fox uh, Big Noon or whatever it's yeah. called Big keeping Noon kickoff yeah you know that's how you because then and they have their own network all those are going to if it's just SEC on noon four o'clock on CBS and also the three thirty game on ABC mm-hmm. and also playing on Big Noon well it's going like, off uh, it's going off. CBS after this year. Okay, sorry, SEC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, if they if they move in on all those TV deals expiring and Big Ten doesn't keep the upper hand there, then yeah, I don't, I don't. From an Ohio State point, yeah, Yeah. that's horrible. But I mean, even from your point though, I mean, right now when you think college football, right? I mean, what do you think is most powerful? The Big Ten is the most powerful conference. They make more money. They dish out more money than any other conference. Their TV deal is bigger than the SECs. People are shocked to hear that. Thank you, Rutgers. Thank you, Maryland, who bring nothing other than your TV markets. I mean, the Big Ten gives out $54 million last year just in TV money to every school. Got $54 million. It's absurd. I think the SEC was like 40-something. Big deal. I mean, the Big Ten is still... I mean, that's why Jim Delaney knew how to wield that power. He was the most powerful commissioner in sports. But we're going to kind of jump in. We'll get a little bit to that. Big Ten's got a little bit of response, potentially. But I want to jump in kind of right here, Cincinnati, right? Where does that leave the Bearcats, right? I think as a, from my understanding and the way it looked, you know, the Bearcats were kind of like with Houston in a way, they're banking on that Big 12 membership. And oh, now it's yeah. seeming like- Yeah, it seemed like there were four teams that yeah. were kind of hoping for the two spots. There was your Cincinnati, Memphis, UCF, mm-hmm. Houston. Mm-hmm. And to some degree, depending on what year you had where so, so-and-so had an up or a down year, you were saying, well, you at least got to go back to twelve teams. You could have that, you know, right. Real. They should have. Real. They should have. I think that hurt them. Still, I think that did a little bit. I'm not yeah. saying they still want to jump, but Big I think time. that hurt them. There's been college football playoffs yeah. where you didn't win. You didn't win. You didn't like, have a championship yeah, game for right, so exactly. long, and they made an exemption, but it still wasn't really like, yeah. And, and it was one of those things where everybody played everybody, so you had to beat a team twice, and there was mm-hmm. just so much of an open door to like. I mean, I remember the one year Oklahoma beat Baylor and then barely slipped by Baylor in the championship. And it's one of those things where it's you can hard look to beat a team twice. I don't care what level you know, you're playing. Alabama finishes ten and two and finishes just out of the college football playoff. And you're like, if we slip up once, there's no way we're even. I mean, the big the Big Twelve wasn't. You're right. The yeah. Big Twelve wasn't. They could not slip up. I mean, Ohio State. We've seen every other conference have a champion slip up yeah with one, but they I had mean, the ability clemson, to clemson else, yeah. bama did one i mean they have the ability to do that but the big 12 never had an opportunity and i thought they missed an opportunity i'm not gonna be a homer here just to pick one of those two of those four teams whether it was uc i think uc and houston to me made the most sense but i mean pick uh a couple of those teams but i i, I think with uc right now they're kind of uh they could become a member of the Big 12, but do they have a seat at the table now? I don't think they do. I think that's whether it's the AAC or it's the Big 12 or vice versa, I don't think. Well, the question that you have over the last couple of years is you look at, I mean, Iowa State obviously got some of the benefit of the doubt, but if you look at a more or less a Big 8 of the rest of the schools minus Texas and Oklahoma, right? and you look at the ACC's pa- or AAC's power, I feel like they're kind of 
on even ground. Oh, yeah. Where it's totally. like, if you don't have that Oklahoma power, it's like, yeah, Baylor got to win over Oklahoma State. Mike Gundy, but all you've you're got not going to get that. You're not going to get that college football shine that you did going because you don't Texas have the power. Oklahoma. My point is, every school left over between any of those conferences is, and this sounds unfair in certain situations. I'm not even trying to say this about UCLA State, but realistically, they're the little brother in the state. That's what you're going to have. You're going to have a bunch of schools that I think are power five or, or minus Kansas, but Kansas kind of has that weird. But in football, yeah. where, where where it was the driver, Kansas State's ha- has a better history. Yeah, but Kansas State would still be in that. But either way, Kansas is a weird state where yeah. neither team is. I mean, Kansas only has yeah. something up for in basketball, which yeah. they both and have. Kansas State's pretty mediocre, where you don't have right. that. You don't have that flagship like you have Oklahoma, Texas, even Iowa to a degree. Oh yeah, so that's what I'm saying. They're they're all kind of secondary. I mean. And if you're West like, Virginia, maybe, but they're still. And for the rest of the conferences, the other three big guys remaining, you're not adding anything. You're not adding anything. Well, that's why I think there's kind of three. There's there's three parts of of the whole. Of, there's three parties at the table, I guess. There's yeah. the SEC, the ACC, and the Big Ten who are are just going to add. I mean, obviously, SEC's in the driver's seat right now, but then you have mm-hmm. the Big 12 and the Pac-12, and their ludicrous thing to join forces. And well, they're not new, joining. They, it's been discussed. Well, yeah, but the they table. a lot. But the Pac-12, but then, I think. Then you have all these other schools in the majority of college football that are going to be left to float in the water, mm-hmm. and they're going to have to set themselves up. That's why Greg was. You were saying nobody was talking at first, and now everybody's talking, trying to lay their resume out there and everything yeah. but it's yeah. but they don't have like you said they don't have any power whatsoever really other than they don't bring saying, anything this is what this is what we got yeah. and you look at a table. lot of, yeah you look at a lot of these teams you wonder you know the original thought when the what you know early 2010s realignment came about yeah it was about they thought there was going to be basically four 16-team mega conferences. Exactly. And the winners were going to basically be that four-team conference. Well, now you look at it, you have the Big Ten at 14, the ACC at 14-15, depending on where what whatever Fucking Notre Dame wants to do. Crazy. Now yeah. you have the SEC at 16, and the Pac-12, obviously, at 12. The question is, I don't know if they still go for that, because I don't know if any of those teams value add maybe you look at west virginia to the acc but it also depends on what notre dame does if notre dame were to join full-time then maybe you would look at another team just oh i think you would i think if notre dame was willing to jump ship from the football standpoint i think the ac they have contract like that's the big 10 i mean i wish they would too they make sense in the big 10 it can't happen because contractually that Notre Dame has a contract with the ACC. They have to join the ACC if they want to join conference football. That's a done deal. They cannot join anywhere else. It's in their contract because they play all their other sports in the ACC. Oh, well, yeah, unless, and, I mean, unless they break I'm sure it there's for, probably some yeah. buyout, but they were not going to pay that. Um, unless which we all agree the big, uh, Notre Dame makes more sense than the, than the Big Ten, but that's beyond that yeah. peril. Um, no, I agree. I think if Notre Dame joined the ACC, they would have a, I think it would be obviously West Virginia. Would be the pick that would make the most sense. I, I, again, I think you, I think unfortunately you see they're kind of uh, 
Yeah, really. The only way that I see they're in no man's land. They got they got they got um cock you know cock teased by the Big Twelve like everybody else did when they brought them all down there to do presentations. It was like, yeah, we don't want to do it, which I think was still makes me so uh, angry. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, because ultimately, I think we could jump in even to you know the response. I think from the remaining three makes perfect sense to me, and I think it's a good idea. They're not expanding from the sounds of it. It sounds rumors, murmurs, you know, not even rumors. I mean, they, they all admitted the commissioners of the Big 12, or not the Big 12, the ACC, Pac-12, and Big 10 all met recently and have been an open discussion about creating a uh, alliance, if you will. So they still remain autonomy as separate conferences, but basically, and I think this would be a big fuck you and interesting they're going to create, they're only going to schedule non-conference games against those three. Con- so the right. SEC is going to be iced out of any non-conference games amongst those other yeah, three so remaining conferences. Resume exactly. Which I, I love. I love every second of that. I think that's like that's the, thing. the saltiest, biggest fuck you. Can you. Look at, you can look at that from two ways. Is One, it's bad for college football because mm, mm, mm. It, it's for obvious reasons. Oh, it is. <laughs> I love it two, at the same two, time. It's great for college football because you create more of a region. It, like That is just yeah. going to be creating more of a regional thing. You're yeah. going to have the east-west of I mean, you could almost make the argument if they did that, the do you not think in some way, just purely for some type of idea of a resume builder, does the SEC not usher in a weak but kind of Big 12 yeah, kind that- of situation where maybe they take those four schools we were talking about, Memphis, UCF, UC, and Houston, and kind of push them you're into the sec brother, light but yeah. like you're gonna be you know as much as the other three schools say well because let's put let's put it this way we all know one thing eventually the power five or power four whatever it's gonna be they're gonna be sub from the ncaa that's a done deal they're moving that way i say in five ten years there is no ncaa and d1 as far as the power five so do you think the sec brings them along just as some kind of and I think that's a no. scheduling, but really, you don't. I don't no. know. I mean, why wouldn't you? Because what are you going to do? You're going to pitch a 12-game only conference schedule while these other three conferences are playing interconference football? What's it going to add, though? But Amongst those other three? I I, I guess, but like at the same the time... The money? The TV deals? The, well, the question that you have to have is if you're... if you Because you're losing Bedlam. Yeah, if you, if you want to take... You're losing... Say you want to take the, the Big 12 light, basically, as yeah. we call it, with, you know, those eight those 12 teams, I guess. The old eight Big 12 and, you know, Cincinnati, Memphis, UCF, and Houston. We'll just say for, for discussion's right. sake. They're not going to get one-and-ones with the SEC if they take it. So what are they just gonna keep playing? Road no, they games? might. They might get so. one on ones. I don't. I don't want to see why that's an insane idea. If you're the SEC and you're boxed in, no one's. I mean, all, all the only non-conference shit you're gonna get is non-power five Sun stuff. Belt. You're gonna yeah, play three or four USA, games because no offense, these college kids are not gonna give up on that. They're gonna want three or four. Some kind of non-conference. They are, which which could win. That's their preseason. College football's preseason is actual games. They have to and, fucking go out and ball. Well, the other thing is that you have is you want a step into a different region because yeah. the SEC, even adding into Texas, is very, very regional. And a lot of times you'll see guys, I mean, 
not as much in football, but you'll still see it. In basketball, you see it all the time. You'll see Duke play at Buffalo, and you wonder why. And you say, oh, this top recruit's family was from Buffalo. Yeah, so yeah, he said, exactly. hey, if you come here, we'll get you a game against exactly. them. Exactly. You know, so you see a lot of those guys. And if you have that extra step just to be able to go to middle America mm-hmm. and the Midwest and whatnot, maybe get a game in, you know, Cincinnati or in, it's, you know, I mean, Iowa Ohio's a big or, recruiting, but it's top 10, yeah. top, probably top five, six. Beyond, or, I, mean, I mean, honestly, and if they would been, love to get in there, especially if you get, if, if the SEC mm-hmm. gets, I mean, you could, you know, Ohio has a tri-state area. Oh yeah. You could get the Kentucky guys, the Indiana guys, mm-hmm. you know, the Ohio guys all down there. That's an extra recruiting West pitch. Virginia. I will yeah. say, Expanding the footprint is probably a good idea. The question is kind of what it adds for those teams. And if, you know, if Cincinnati is left in a spot and Iowa State's left in a spot, because a lot of these ADs, maybe not as much Cincinnati, but if you look at, you know, Oklahoma State and Iowa State, you know, they feel like they should be at the big boy table. I don't know if they'd accept a SEC light sponsorship. But Why wouldn't you at this point? You're fucked otherwise. You're you. I I I don't believe the SEC will go in there and only negotiate. You know they're gonna have the lower hand either way. I still think they're they will bring. You're gonna bring something with you to schedule because basically from what I've heard the pact would be. I mean, from all it sounds, high states. I mean, the Big Ten's gonna run this whole deal because those two conferences need them more than vice versa. But I mean, you know, the, they say they would be able to schedule their max schools, which is great. From the sound, of the Big Ten wants to take the MAC. They want to still schedule their normal two-game schedules, which obviously we're all big Maction fans. That's great, and I mean that keeps those programs alive. Ball State, yeah. five votes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying is basically they're going to be frozen out. You know they're going they're going to bring somebody with them to the table. But that's I guess that's my main concern with the whole thing is that like eventually like Oh, it's becoming many, House of Cards. It's yeah, insane. Like, it's gonna how be how many fucking... factions of college football are we gonna have? You know, you wanna and this is all we haven't even like really hit on the expansion to twelve teams in the playoff. And you're doing that to be more inclusive, but yeah. then we're heading down this road where we're being Here's what's gonna happen. I think this is all a short term situation. I think it's gonna be like almost this insane, like you point out, House of Cards like thriller tv show situation you know what's gonna happen they're gonna break away from the ncaa i think eventually all the commissioners will get smart and they'll sit down and they're like what's what's i think you'll start seeing things redivided once they have control you know you're gonna put the four to five commissions together and they're gonna set everything back to like a more realistic i think it it changes more dramatically in even two years like i i really think that those tv deals that expire in 2023 and 2024 and renegotiating that having that selling piece mm-hmm. like that'll be the first domino to fall oh, i think the big 10 i think and that pact years, is going to come to fruition before be i think different. they'll have something done by the end of the year yeah i think the pac-12 acc and big 10 will have something because again the big the big 10 tv deal is done they're going to wrap all that into one thing we got the la imagine that market though that's why that's going to make more money than the sec la Chicago, New York, DC, Washington. I mean, way bigger media markets. The only thing SEC is going to have is uh, Texas. I mean, Austin, Atlanta, Dallas, and Atlanta. That's it, though. But you're not going to have any other major TV. Market. I mean, the Big Ten and that that whole thing will be That's like a massive like, TV market. Well, SEC is in the driver's seat. Like the TV markets in those, that whole thing. That is 
that is a much bigger punch back. San Francisco. Back to the oh SEC yeah, it'll be a punch in the fucking mouth. They'll get like absurd money. It's interesting that that's gonna that kind of leads into our next week. I think uh, where we'll get, we'll break down this season. We're talking yeah, yeah. long term. That that was fun. We got into conspiracies a little bit. That you know the SEC is gonna create a second conference to take in. I mean the Mac all the way though. Mac all the way. Mac. We, we need to talk about the Mac. Where does Nobody that leave the Mac? Who <laughs> plays on Monday well, evening, Tuesday evening? That's a real question. Is you think about if they break away, you know the big. We'll say the big four at this point break away, and then you have the the little twelve, the AAC, the Conference USA, Sun Belt. Uh, Mountain West, Mac. We don't need them. We know what we're talking about. Yeah. And all of the Division One basketball schools. You know, you get Gonzaga and some of those other schools. When you throw the whack and all that. Yeah, in yeah. whack and, I mean, A-10, stuff like A-10, that. Like yeah. some solid teams. You have no idea where the Big East is going to be in all of this because they're It's only going to be football that's going to break away. I still think they end up with five. I do. I think they end up with five. Again, I think... Way things are going again, I just think that that Big Twelve, Pac, Big Ten, Pac Twelve, ACC wall is going to force the SEC to figure out a way to kind of bring the Big Twelve to the table. So they have, they got they got to have an ally. They can't go in alone. As much as everybody thinks the SEC is great, they know they can't go to that negotiating table with you know a whole allied group. I'm so they're not going to win that, and they need them still. I think they bring someone else to the table. But yeah, I mean, I think basketball is me untouched in a way. I mean, there's people trading in conferences, but I think, but they're not taking basketball with them. I think that'll still be an NCAA control. I don't think NCAA will give that up. We'll see what happens. Football, basketball, every other sport that the NCAA all like 400 sports that they have. Yeah. But it's a it's a wild ride, and uh, we're gonna follow it every step of the way. Changes here on Thirty Rack of Sports. All right, guys, before we wrap up in this show, final thoughts. Where do you think we are in five years, Zach? Just a quick thought. Final More thoughts. conference? No, I, I, like I said, I really do believe there'll be, there'll be some kind of power five. Um, like I said, I still think basketball and all that will be separate. Football's the driver. I think it'll strictly be, I mean, NCAA doesn't even control the college football play. They have nothing to do with that. They don't have anything to do with that. It's already basically like that. It's just going to be official. Moved away. It'll be. I think it'll be Power Five. I do. I think our conversations almost convinced me of this more. Uh, power Four. Right. I, I want. I, I don't want disagree. To get, I want to get more regional about this. Um, expand the college football playoff. Get more regional. Give the fans what they want. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm in the same boat. I think. Uh... You're going to get your power four. You're going to get your four 16-team mega conferences. If you're I just don't teams. see it because who's the Big Ten? No, there's no reason for the Big Ten to add anybody. There's no nothing out there. I, just a, a bargaining tool at the end. All the teams All right. have to add. And maybe maybe they get Notre Dame. I will give you the four. I see- but then it's going to be that the four conferences get down together yeah. and say, we got to fix this. This is yeah. too fucking yeah. well, that's what I mean. like, We, I have, see to, either we that. have to be even. Yeah, okay. And that's what I mean. Okay. They, maybe they yeah. add... maybe. Because they're in the group with the ACC, they say we get, you know, we get Notre Dame, and then maybe they just Iowa State or whatever, just so they have that rivalry. No, okay, that's fair. It either, yeah, yeah, yeah. It either I does that, that, blows up in their face like the fourteen playoff has, and they fix it afterwards. Yeah. Or I really think that each they have 
two pretty equal punches right now with each if other, you want to ask and they me might my just opinion, And here's what I'm gonna say, and we've kind of alluded to that around about these fucking guys just need to sit down in a goddamn room in oh, a yeah. hotel somewhere yeah. with a few drinks and just say, let's figure this out because it's 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 so close to being perfect that they could break away, have a, a six, twelve team, whatever the fuck they want playoff, and have. There are four super conferences, but let's do it right. Let's all four sit down. Let's not be greedy. Let's figure out what makes sense, and we could make a shitload of money in one TV contract if we're all like, we're to, oh, my God, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, you could it's put— ridiculous. You could do the same thing that the NFL does. You could put two conferences on Fox, two conferences exactly. on CBS or— yep. ESPN or whatever. Yeah. It seems so easy It does paper. because <laughs> we're so smart and they're so dumb. <laughs> There well, you, go. you heard it here first, folks. 30 Rack of Sports, the smart people. Any conference that wants to hire us to be at the table, I'm in. We're available. We're available. I'm a bulldog in the negotiating table. There we go. You. All right. I think that wraps it up for our big show. Thank you so much for listening to the special Friday edition of 30 Rack of Sports. For Zach. On the bye bye. For Josh on the ones and twos. See you. I'm Greg. Thank you so much for listening to 30 Rack of Sports. Peace.